Hi. Uh, before the episode gets started, I wanted to, to warn you real quick that there is some clicking. That sounds like that. Throughout the course of the episode. And I... I don't know how often it is. Like, like I mean, I do. But I don't know how often it comes across to a listener that wasn't, like, in the room while I was doing it. Uh, I'm sorry. I, apparently, I can't be trusted to keep my pen in the room with me. So I'll definitely not have it in hand for future episodes. But I just wanted to give you a warning. And, like, it's not an audio error or anything. It's just me being a dumbass. So enjoy the episode. Thanks, as always, for listening. Peace. Hey, welcome back to Giovanni Andrioli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. And welcome to 2020, everyone. This is the first episode of the new year that I've recorded thus far, and it is also the first episode of Season 2, which doesn't really mean anything, just that the year changed, so the season changed. And it was a nice even number, too. I think with the bonus episodes, it was 26 total episodes, but if you're talking official episodes of the season, it was it was 20, which either way you look at it, it's a pretty nice number. So uh, I'm excited about uh, everything that was season one, and I'm even more excited to move on to season two. I think it'll be nice to have a good starting point because a lot of times I would tell people, hey, I'm proud of everything from like six onward. Like for the most part, don't listen to a lot of this. Or I think it I think I'd tell people to start with my mom listens now, whichever one that is. I don't I don't remember. But uh but yeah. So now fresh start. I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, it, I think it's gonna be really cool. This uh episode I'll I'll let you in on a little secret. It was supposed to drop before the ball did, but unfortunately I couldn't pull it together fast enough. I was pretty pretty sick, like like bad sick, like really bad cough, sore throat kind of weak, just generally not a good deal, and uh, I'm still coming down from that, I still have a cough, but I'm going to try to power through, because I really want to get this out for you guys, and I I really want to officially start recording in the new year, so uh, this episode might have made more sense as a year in review when we were actually in 2019, but I think it'll still be alright in 2020, it's close enough, uh, close enough that I'm still writing 2019, on my uh, sign-in network, so I uh, I think it'll be all right. And if you haven't guessed by now, or by looking at the title of the episode, I'm going to be briefly talking about some of the best and worst movies I saw this year. Since movies are such a big part of the show, I figured it would be cool to, to round up some of the best. Uh, I could have done a decade interview, but that's a lot of work, and I... I'm being honest with you, I don't think I really feel like doing that, so, you know what, it was a lot of work, actually, for this year, too, to think about, like, I was originally going to go for a top five, but then I think it became pretty evident that I don't have a top five worst, definitely a top five best, but I don't think I really have seen five movies that I really hated enough that they stood out, I can't, I really can't think of much, um, but that being said, we're going to start with the best because it's a lot easier. And this is in no particular order, but uh, I guess I'll start with the 
Avengers Endgame. Why not? <coughs> Sorry. So, this movie came out pretty early in the year, and I haven't watched it in a while, actually. It's been a, it's been a good minute, but I did really enjoy this movie, and it, it was, it's kind of a miracle, if you think about it, because pulling together a decade's worth of films into one epic conclusion and trying to service so many characters and uh, provide a satisfying ending to all their stories. I mean, you've heard it before a thousand times, but it still is impressive and does deserve to be talked about as much as it has been. I think it's uh, it's a really, really good movie, and like I said, it's a miracle that it's even coherent because there's a lot of movies that have had to juggle a lot less and still turned out a lot worse, so it's hardly perfect. I think I find something worse about it every time I watch it, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't trade anything in the world for the, the first time I saw that in the theater and how excited everyone around me was and how excited I was and, and just how well it came together. So certainly, uh, worth the conversation that's been had about it. And I think it was a definite highlight for the year. And I, you know what, we'll throw that in for the decade too. Cause I mean, what the heck it, it's a pretty big deal. Okay, uh, moving right along. John Wick 3. So, you guys are probably uh, uh, seeing by now that this isn't really like a, a very artsy list. I'm not having any um, like Midsommars or Uncut Gems or anything on this. This is all very populist filmmaking. I didn't see a lot of movies this year. Like, this, this year movies. I watched a lot of movies, but a lot of them were not of this year. And, um, I'm definitely, I don't know, I don't watch as many artsy or esoteric movies as I used to, though I should, uh, I just, I don't know, I don't, but I actually, that, that doesn't mean that I don't want to, there's actually some movies that I've been eyeing up recently, I was going through lists of best movies of this year, and I reminded me I did want to check out Ad Astra. And Uncut Gems, wasn't reminded about that. I've had my eye on that movie for a while. It looks really, really interesting, and I am really excited to see it. It's probably one of the movies I'm most excited to see. That and 1917, I'm excited to see that too, but definitely Uncut Gems would be before that one. Um, I gotta check out Once Upon a Time in Hollywood sometime. Uh, I don't. I doubt it'll happen anytime soon. My mom's... Not a big Quentin Tarantino fan, so I've never really seen any of his movies because she uh, isn't a fan of letting me, which is fine. I don't really uh, have a strong desire to, but I do know it was a pretty big event this year that I kind of missed out on, uh, and it would be fun to go back and catch up at some point. And then uh, Booksmart. Booksmart looks fun, and I hear a lot of good buzz about it, and I think that would be fun to check out at some point, so... Some some good comedy would be pretty fun. But anyway, sorry for that tangent. Uh, John Wick 3. Again, this movie is a lot like Avengers Endgame in that it's not perfect. It's not great. But it, I mean, it did everything that I wanted it to. Like, it's, if you're asking me, it fired on all cylinders. And it was like the perfect popcorn action movie. Keanu Reeves flick, 
I was laughing out loud at the screen, and, and like not in a bad way, like in a good way. I was so excited. This movie is so entertaining and so good and so creative, and I would watch it like a thousand more times. I loved it so much, and I think it's probably my favorite of the series. It's not the best of the series. I think John Wick, the first one, is probably going to always be the best, but I do like how they keep upping the ante every movie and adding more elaborate and creative action scenes, more characters, and how seamlessly they can expand this world. I think it's really good. A better villain, maybe, for the next one. I think the f the best villain, honestly, might have been in one. I didn't mind in the villain in two, but I think we could have done more with her. And then in three... I don't know, he was okay. I don't know. I'm surprised that there will be a fourth one. I mean, not if the end, if the ending of the third one. Although, if that movie ended realistically at all, he would have been dead, dead. Like, really dead. But, uh, um, spoilers, I guess. But he's not, and so they'll be coming back inevitably for a fourth chapter, which I definitely look forward to, but I'm just surprised. So yeah, I'm excited for that, and I really enjoy this one. I'd recommend this and the whole series. If you're into action movies, if you like Keanu Reeves, if you like creative action that isn't just CG explosions and gray, ash-strewn, fire landscapes that aren't barely recognizable, I think that this movie is a great change of pace, and you should definitely check it out. Uh, Toy Story 4. I don't have much to say about this one that I didn't already. It's good. It's totally unnecessary, but it's good. And I think that it did explore some new things. Like, it did take the franchise in a slightly different direction with giving the fort consciousness and taking them to a carnival and all that. And a, a lot of the world building that they did in this movie was really, really good. However, it's probably the weakest of the four and I think most of that probably came from the fact that it was entirely unnecessary. This did not feel like a story they needed to tell. And I think they probably could have left it where they had it in uh, in Toy Story 3. But to be fair, I guess that's not entirely an accurate perspective. Although I, I know a lot of people echo that same thing. For me personally, it's been a really, really long time since I've seen the other three uh, I do have Disney Plus, though, so I think I could probably get on watching them again, but 4 was definitely good, and I I enjoyed it when I watched it, so, yeah. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, here's a few that I'm actually really excited about, because the next four, the last four that I was going to talk about, are all non-reboots, sequels, franchises of any sort. They are original concepts, which I think is really, really great because, I mean, these movies are good. They definitely are, and I'd recommend all three of them, but they are just continuations of pre-established stories. And while that's fun, it it is good to have changes of pace uh, in stuff that you haven't seen before, original stuff. So The Irishman will be kicking off that run. Again, I, I I don't have a ton to say about this movie either. It's good. It's a nice change of pace. I think I said that before about Toy Story and uh, and John Wick. But it's this is kind of the same thing. It's it's much different than a crowd of movies that's all action and adventure and capes and explosions. And so I like that this is a slow moving, 
mob movie about regret and loss, and it is very good. The length does get to me, and I think that's the biggest hurdle that this movie has to overcome if you want to watch it. And it, it'll it definitely take a lot of time. I feel like I felt like I was two hours in when I was only an hour and a half in, so... I mean, it does drag a little bit, but the the ending is, is very good, and it does come full circle, and I love that it's set in Philly. We need more of that. So, yeah, all of that was really good, and I'm glad I watched it. And it is a little samey. It's very reminiscent of every other Martin Scorsese film, I feel like, but I don't know. It's still a good counterpoint to what we've been seeing a lot of, and I think it's definitely worth a watch, if only once, because... I don't, I mean, that, are you kidding me? You could have been to like half a season of The Office in that time, so, but uh, yeah, it's really good. So, Knives Out, now this, I actually probably should have saved for the end, but like I said, this is in no particular order, but Knives Out is fantastic. I actually want to record a pretty brief episode about the, about the film after this, It'll have to be brief because I can't, I don't want to spoil it because if you have any interest in it, I think you should watch it without knowing much about it or the ending in particular. But this movie is so creative and so much fun and totally different than what I really expected going in, but a very welcome surprise and one of the best films I've seen this year easily. And I have no shame saying that. Like, it's not like, you know, this is... This is a good movie, but it's not fantastic, like Endgame or, or whatever. This is this is a legitimately, fantastically well-written movie, and it's it's got excellent direction, great performances all around. It's got such a tight script. Well, I wouldn't say... Okay, it's not perfect. It's a good... It's a really, really good script. I do think it could be paced a little faster, but, I mean, it's really not that bad. I'm so excited to watch it again. Uh, small pacing issues, but <clears throat> excuse me, small pacing issues aside, I'm really excited to watch it again. And I mean, honestly, that's about the only flaw I could th- think of with this movie. I had a great time with it. The performances are great. I think that's definitely the highlight. The ending, it it's like, oh wow, that was really great. Oh wow, that was really great. And then like the final shot and everything. Let's. It just keeps getting better and better. And I absolutely love how this film unfolded. I think it's kind of what I wanted out of Clue that I didn't get to a large degree. It's a very similar structure and iconography and everything, but I think it's it's done a lot better, and it's a great modern update. So, yeah, I would highly recommend this one if you haven't seen it. Ryan Johnson is a genius. I know how a lot of people feel about him after... Uh, uh, help me... Um, The Last Jedi, sorry, I, I do know about, I know that's made him a very controversial figure, but I think if you take a lot of those ideas out of the Star Wars universe, or if you just change their execution, I think a lot of that is, it's not bad, but I just think that that, that that studio system and that particular franchise didn't really mix well with him. But either way, I still think that he's a really great writer, and I don't think he should be overlooked just because of, of that movie. So you should you should definitely check Knives Out out <laughs> if you haven't. Uh, Us Us is next on the list. This movie is again not perfect. I feel like, man, do I wish I had a movie that I could say is perfect this year. 
I just don't feel like that about any movie. There's no Spider-Verse for me, which is what I was really hoping for. A movie that I could definitively be like, this is the best movie ever, and fuck you if you don't think so. Just kidding. I don't I don't think that about Spider-Verse either, but that movie did make a really big impact on me in the year, and it was definitely the highlight. In a, in a year filled with highlights, I feel like I saw more movies last year. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. But but either way, I I was hoping for that, but I didn't quite get it. Nothing jumped out at me as perfect this year, but still, this is a bunch of movies that I think are really good. Uh, Us is one of those movies. I don't think that the message really comes through at the end, and I don't think it ties it up as well as it could have. If Jordan Peele didn't write this, I don't think that we would be talking about it the way we are today. But he did, and he's also a really great director, so I think that tension is built really well in this. It's shot very well, the lighting is fantastic, and a lot of this movie just fires on all cylinders for me. I still sometimes am scared to open my door in the dark because I wonder what it would be like if a tiny masked version of me in a red suit with shears was standing out there. Because it's just creepy energy, and... He does, he's a large part of why that works so well. So, yeah, not perfect, but very good. And it's probably one of my favorite horror movies, just pure entertainment value. And just, I don't know, I really like it. Something about it, we, we jive well. So, yeah, that's, uh, uh, and you know what? I think that's actually all I have for best. That's a pretty, pretty nice list. Uh... Yeah. Alright. Uh, I know I said four for the best, but I think some of these... I don't know. Some of these I don't feel like are... Like, I don't know. I, I decided that I was going to make an honorable mentions list to go along with this. And so I paused the recording. I came back. Here I am. I have four honorable mentions, legitimately. And one of those was Always Be My Baby, which I don't think... It's not a franchise. That's the one I was talking about. I didn't get to... But I don't think it's the best of the year. I just think it entertained the crap out of me. And despite being such a weird, weird movie, and rom-coms totally not being my thing, I really, I got a lot out of it, and I thought it was really fun. And I'd recommend it to people who want, like, a weird guilty pleasure to pass the time. So, that's an honorable mention. That's not a best of the year. Uh, Lego Movie 2, along the same lines. The first movie is Genius. Uh, everything that Lord and Miller have ever written is also genius. And this movie, I don't think it's both of them. I think it's... Uh, Miller, maybe? I don't know. But I think it's only one of them that had a direct hand in this. And it's good, but it's just not the first one. And obviously I can't expect that, but still, it's it's very hard to follow up a movie that the bar was set so high. So I think... For me, this is a pretty entertaining, uh, kind of just thrown in the background comedy, but nothing super special, but I did want to mention it very briefly. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, same thing, total guilty pleasure. It's not even good. I wouldn't, I would say it's like okay at best, but it's fun to watch, and Jason Statham and uh, The Rock have great chemistry, so yeah, I think this is a really fun movie to you know, also to throw on in the background. It's a good background noise movie. And then Shazam, similar thing. It's really good, but it's not great, I don't think. Uh, I would love to see what Zachary Levi and... Uh, oh, I'm blanking on his name. I can't remember, but... Uh, 
but I, I can't remember his Twitter at, um, at Pony Smasher on Twitter. Uh, I wish I could remember his actual name, but I'm excited to see what the director of this movie does next, too. And similar to The Irishman, set in Philly, and I'll say it a thousand times, we need more of that. So, uh, pretty good movie. I liked it a lot. And then, I already talked about my need to watch. My worst? Okay, I'm gonna run through this really, really quickly. These are all very controversial, I think. Well, maybe not one of them, but most of them. I know... I know you're... Okay, you're probably not actually wondering this, but you might be wondering, where's my review of Rise of Skywalker? And I think I told you before in an episode, but I'm not going to see it. I'm not reviewing it. I refuse. Uh, so that's not on this list anywhere, in case you were wondering. But in terms of worst, I'm sure you know... I don't know why I brought that up in conjunction with worst... I mean, it sounds like it'd probably make my worst of the year list because, I mean, the stuff I hear about it, it it sounds like it goes against everything I liked about the sequel trilogy up until this point, but whatever. It, it's fine. I'm never, I'm never going to see it, so who cares? It doesn't affect me. But, but seriously, though, she spoilers. She's Palpatine's daughter. Are you kidding me? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Did, okay, to all the people who were like, I can't be a nobody. That's so stupid. Is this any better? Does this fix any of your complaints? Does this even make sense at all? I don't think so. That is, it's it's so much better that she's nobody. That's the only logical conclusion. That's the only, oh, that's so dumb that they changed that. It's so dumb that they don't sit down in a room like a showrunner's session for a TV show, they, they're called episodes. Think about it. They don't sit down and plan everything out from the series premiere, quote-unquote, to the finale, and they just take us on a journey that was planned out from day one. Like, obviously, if they had to change stuff with Carrie Fisher passing or whatever, that I understand. But I don't understand writing one movie at a time as if they're not an interconnected series. Like, every one of these movies feels so incredibly reactionary. It is insane. It doesn't make any sense to me that you would structure one film as if she's going to be somebody. I would watch that film and think the only conclusion that I feel makes sense is that she's nobody. You hear in an interview after the sequel to that movie is released that Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams both separately arrived at the same conclusion. And so when that's in the movie, I think that's great because that's the only reveal that makes sense. And then they just go and fuck it all up for... what? Why? It doesn't even make sense to me. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't play that out from the beginning. If she's Palpatine's daughter, plan that out from the beginning. If she's no one, plan that out from the beginning. It's... It's... Whatever. It's it's so dumb. And it's so dumb that every character in that's important in these movies is related to somebody else who's important in these movies. That makes the universe feel so small. Like, unless I'm directly related to something, some big event from this story, then it doesn't, I might as well not be in it. Like, it's so much better that this girl from nowhere in the universe is somehow become unraveled in this, like, I was going to say global, but like intergalactic conflict. And she's going up against the grandson of, of Darth Vader and like all this stuff. It's, that's just, whatever. They, they should put me in charge. Whatever. The Mandalorian's great. Uh, I, that's honest, genuinely my favorite Star Wars thing that's ever been produced. 
uh, fight me. So, so yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't realize I had such strong opinions, but <clears throat> far from home sucks. That's another strong opinion I have. I have a whole episode about it if you want to go listen to it. There's a lot of heavy sighs and cursing, which I still feel. Uh, this movie is one of the worst Spider-Man movies I've ever seen. That's not hyperbole. It's not funny. It's can't decide what it wants to be. It has no real characters. Peter faces no consequences for his actions. Iron Man is too heavily focused on despite being dead, which makes literally no sense. Um, He's told throughout the movie, you don't have to be the next Iron Man, you have to be the next Spider-Man, but then they blast ACDC and they show the symmetry of Peter making his suit just like Tony did, which completely betrays that message. He goes into a fight, fighting with Iron Man's tech, having not learned a lesson, and the movie ends with the most important scene in the post-credits dumb. I look forward to not going to see the third one, and instead watching Spider-Verse for the 15,000th time. Uh, I didn't watch any of them, but every Disney live-action remake that came out this year, I'm against it in principle. I was just talking about how nice it is that we actually have some movies that weren't part of a franchise and are legitimately a new idea. Do more of that. Uh, please, Disney. I, I'm mo- look. Disney stuff I'm looking forward to the most this year is uh, not any of the Avengers stuff. It's not any of the Star Wars stuff. It's genuinely soul and onward because they're original ideas and they look really fun. And I'm so excited to go and play in these new worlds that they've created for us finally because I'm really sick of just seeing shittier versions of the old ones. And I'm not even particularly attached to most of the Disney classics. I I just don't understand why that's something that we're doing now instead of, you know, new ideas, but whatever. Um, I'm just saying, those class, I mean, those are technically remakes too, they're adaptations, but I mean, I don't know, I don't know, uh, I feel, I doubt I'm the only one on that one, uh, and then, uh, we're back around to controversy, my third worst of the year is, um, Joker, <laughs> I'm not going to say much about it. It's pretentious, it's overhyped, and I didn't enjoy it as much as the world told me I should have, and maybe that's not a fair assessment of a movie, but if your movie professes itself as the deepest thing I've ever seen in the second the the second Dark Knight, but it's better than The Dark Knight, and then it turns out to be overacted, pretentious, about nothing, and not particularly well-written, well, then I think that that deserves a spot. So, yeah, don't at me, I don't care, and enjoy it if you want, but just don't ask me to come over and watch it with you. Please, that'd be weird. Anyway, uh, I think that's all I have to say. Uh, If you haven't seen any of those movies, you should definitely check most of them out. They're all readily available to stream and really good. So, well, most of them, you know what I mean. The ones that I said were good, they're pretty good. So, yeah, Uh, I think I'm gonna head out here because I this ran a little longer than I thought it might but that's okay nothing wrong with that uh, who who said conciseness ever got anyone anywhere yeah that's what I thought I was listening I didn't hear anybody so uh alrighty I I do have to do some gratefuls before I get out of here and I think what I'm grateful for is uh sitting around doing nothing while I was sick because 
it's really nice to to have like a relaxing time and I ended up sitting sitting around and binge watching The Mandalorian with my mom and that's also something I can be grateful for because I don't really sit around and uh talk or watch TV with my mom so that was fun I enjoyed that and then oh I I am also grateful for uh being on like a team because even when I really tired of practicing and I'm really not looking forward to competitions and I'm just genuinely wishing the season season was over it's still really fun to have a group of people who uh, you have shared experiences and, and like stresses with and you're learning uh like you're on this this journey with it's really really nice and it's it's great to have so yeah whether it be Diving into the water endlessly for two hours on end, or just going to Chipotle and Sweet Frog, uh, you know it's it's pretty awesome. Oh, and then coming home and playing two K and COD afterwards, all all great, good stuff. All right, uh, I'm I'm heading out of here. If you want to let me know what your personal best and worst of the year were, I'd love to to have them and talk to you about them. Or if you want to tell me how wrong I am about Joker, I mean, have at it. I just, I probably won't talk to you back about that. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram uh, at the shows, at the shows Instagram, uh, Movies and More Pod, where uh, I post updates when new episodes have been uploaded or post images that tease what the topics in question might be. Uh, if you already do follow that, but you're wondering where can I get posts? Pe- <clears throat> where can I get posts of places that you visit, and sneakers that you buy? Uh, well, you can find that at Giovanni One on Instagram. If Instagram isn't your thing, I totally understand. You can hit me up uh, on the emails uh, at. Why do I always have to resist the urge to give up my personal email address? No, at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. That's where you can find me. Okay, alrighty. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Happy New Year, and welcome to Season 2. 2020 is going to be lit, yo. I think Gandhi said that. Alright, bye.